It's a pleasure to be here, Max. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. So why don't we jump right into it and uh, dive into sort of a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, where did you grow up, where did you go to school, uh, and what sort of got you into business? Um, so my name is Nana Safori, as you said um, in the introduction. I am currently a CEO of Solve Advisors, and I'm involved in a number of different things. But um, in terms of my background, I'm from Ghana in West Africa. I uh, got to Canada about eight or nine years ago for university. And um, throughout my time here, I've done a number of different things that I'll be more than happy to kind of share um, with, with your audience as we get into it. But I mean, I'm from Ghana. I studied finance in university, um, worked in a number of different industries, um, and then kind of switched into consulting. So that's just a little bit about me. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into actually, what was your, were you always uh, like entrepreneurial growing up or did that sort of come on later in your life when you went to university? Uh, did you have like a, do you remember sort of like your first business that you actually did? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've always been an entrepreneurial. I mean, um, the funny thing is most people when ask this question and I mean, I follow a lot of entrepreneurs, most people say like they have like or they had traits when they were young and like, you know, they started selling things at three and five and six. And I mean, all those cool stories, but for me, it, it was a little bit of a different journey to be very honest. I mean, I feel that I always had it in me, but I'd never really put it to practice fully. And I never really had told myself or I had never really convinced myself that I could do it. Right. So I feel like it was something that was just innate. Um, I saw tendencies here and there, like in high school, um, I would always be willing to make a sale. Like for instance, if um, I had a pair of shoes on or a pair of sandals on and um, I knew someone would be willing to buy it for more than I bought it, I, would, I wouldn't mind taking it off there and then and just kind of giving it to them for cash. So I guess those are little signs um, that I saw, but I never really ventured into anything um, entrepreneurial from, from my, early, um, my early ages. I feel that the first entrepreneurial thing I did was probably maybe when I was 18 yeah and and that was literally just trading just buying and selling stuff nothing too too crazy okay cool so so do you mean by uh that that's a really interesting story that that you uh that you had your shoes on and, and you realized that this this other person was like hey you know I'll, I'll give you more money than what you actually <laughs> purchased it for and you're like yeah I'll do that man yeah that's, that's awesome <laughs> um, so I mean it's for me, it's, it's all about like making a sale, right? And like um, trading. And if, if there's value to be um, created in any, any industry or any place or at any time, I mean, I'm always willing to make a deal. So that's, that's just a little bit about how, how that went. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, by trading, do, do you mean by like uh, stock trading or, or, or trading goods? So I believe that, like, I mean, stock trading falls under the category of or the general umbrella of trading, right? So it's just buying and selling. I believe that um, the world literally runs on buying and selling, right? There's always a sale to be made and there's always someone who's looking to buy a product. Uh, if you look back, I mean, at how the whole monetary system started, like before uh, money was ever invented, that's in like um, paper money, we had like barter trade, right? And everything, literally the whole economy run based off of like demand and supply of a good. So when I say trading, it's like in the general sense of trading. So trading um, in terms of wherever there's a buyer or a seller. 
I mean, I do delve into a little bit of um, financial market trading, again, because there is value there and I have some knowledge there. But uh, when I said trading, trading initially, it was just for the general sense of the word. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's very interesting. I, I, I haven't heard anybody laid out like, like uh, you have. That, that, that's a very interesting perspective to have on it. So, uh, what, uh, so I, I, I dove into a little bit of your LinkedIn and, and I saw you're actually in a lot of different industries. You know, you're in construction, you're in fashion, you're, uh, you have your own consulting company. Uh, so what, what actually made you get involved in these different industries, the construction and the, fa uh, the fashion and then the consulting? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think maybe I could go back a little bit into my story. Um, I was in university and I actually came to Canada, um, went to Carleton University. I, I got to school for accounting. And then in my first year of accounting, I mean, I loved it. I, I mean, I got straight A's, like I did really well in school. Um, but I just didn't think that that was what I was meant to do, right? I, no offense to anyone who's in accounting, but I didn't find it too interesting. Um, I just found it to like a bit repetitive and there was no real exciting thing to it. So I had a chat with a prof and then he's like, okay, you know what? You're good at numbers. Have you considered finance? So I mean, fast forward, I got into finance, worked um, a ton. And then after school, I decided to venture out. Now, when I made that decision to switch out, I realized that I had a certain skill set which was problem solving, right? I could literally look at any situation and then kind of diagnose what the problem was and quickly think of um, innovative ways to solve that problem, right? So then I got into consulting and it's been really, really good so far. So the, the, it's almost like it started off with consulting. And then once I got into consulting, I began to see different opportunities in different industries, right? And then once I identified those opportunities, I began to explore them even further. So first I started off with just um, general broad-based strategy consulting for smaller um, businesses to small to mid-sized enterprises. And then once that was, that was almost like firmed up, then I started looking for different opportunities in different sectors, mostly with the people I was already helping, right? So let's say, for instance, I was helping um, in, in regards to the fashion company that you spoke about, I was helping them um, kind of grow their products line and um, scale up. And then I saw the opportunity to even partner up further, right? To kind of take some level of ownership and um, help scale it up further. So that's how I got into the different industries. Um, same thing for construction. That is more, um, that was more outside of Canada. It's an international project I was working on. And then we saw some synergies there as well. And then we acquired a part of the firm and then we started doing that as well. So that's how um, things have been going so far. And that's how awesome. I got into awesome. different industries. That, 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 that's actually really interesting. So uh, where, where did some of this, uh, like you said, you, you sort of, you sort of, you have an eye for problems and solving them in sort of this uh, strategic sort of view. Uh, where did you sort of get that from? Because, you know, in, in university, you said you were studying finance, right? And now you're dealing with a lot of different industries. And uh, so, so where, where do you think that came from? Or did you sort of just teach yourself? Or was that sort of just come naturally to you? I mean, I feel like it's always been there, to be very honest. I mean, um, in school and even when I was younger, like I'm always that guy who people can go to when they want to figure things out. Right. And again, it's I believe that in the journey of anyone who is um, looking to figure out what they want to do in life, usually you want to always dial back to see what is it that people always come to you for and what is it that um, you might not have even realized as a talent, but deep down, like everyone else sees it. 
right? So most times we find ourselves in a place where uh, we, ha- we are good at one particular thing. And most times the person who has that skill doesn't see it themselves because to them it comes off so easy, right? It's like, hey, like, um, I'm, I'm so good at communicating. For instance, someone might say, I'm so good at communicating. Um, or someone might not know they are so good at communicating because it comes to them so naturally. But everyone around them sees that, you know, this guy is really, really good when it comes to communicating. So most times uh, people have skills that they don't see themselves because it comes natural to them. And to them, it's like, hey, everyone else should be able to communicate the way I do, right? So um, in my case, you'd find that, or I found that a lot of people were coming to me to help them figure things out. And... Um, it got to a time where I looked around and I realized that like literally everyone around me had um, something that I could kind of chime in to make a difference with. And then that's how that whole train began. So yes, I, 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 I started off with finance and I still, I'm very much involved in finance, right? Because uh, we started a, a, a portfolio, a private equity company that is acquiring different companies. So I definitely still, I'm very interested in that field and still I'm there, but majority of, of, of my time is spent just helping people because at the end of the day, you want to help people get to their next level always. And, and that's how I kind of figured it out. So it literally was people around me and it took a while. It wasn't like an easy process figuring out um, that this was what I was meant to do, but I always love to help people, right? So if I could use the knowledge I have to help people get to the next level, why not? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that, those are some great points. And yeah, so that, that, so pretty much, like, like you were saying, like all that helping people and helping people get to that next level. Was that when sort of like, did you start off by like, you know, some of your friends maybe had a business or somebody you knew had a business and, you know, you started giving some good advice to it and being like, Hey, you know, guys, you should do this or do that. Um, and, and then that sort of idea came into your head being like, Oh, Hey, maybe I should start a consulting company to actually, you know, focus more on this and actually give, uh, you know, give some more structured advice to that person to help them build that company or, or where did sort of the idea sort of start with the, with starting that consulting company? Yeah. So it was a blend of different things. So um, the first half of it was exactly what you said, right? So I had a number of people who um, were around me who were very interested in um, kind of starting off their own brands, like makeup brands, um, like I have a friend who has a gym in the city, and I mean, these guys all wanted to do this and I realized that I could help them. So I got the idea there, but also the second part of the story is I'm very involved in church. So um, I'm, my church is called Campus Rush. We are located here in Ottawa, headquartered in Ottawa with um, branches across different college campuses. And it started from a group of about 12 people and we have like a whole group of about a thousand people now on multiple different campuses. And um, I was part of like the founding partners Right. And this is where I really discovered the gift that I had in terms of being able to help um, grow things. Right. Because um, I was in charge or I'm in charge of all the operations. Right. So on a day to day, I'll um, get in there. I'll see different things that were wrong. I'll kind of fix it. And then I'll have like a strategy as to what we can do for the next six months, for instance. And then to watch that strategy come to pass, give me more confidence. Right. You know, most times um, as individuals, you get more confidence in your skill the more you see it work, right? And that's exactly what happened with me, right? When I was in school, in my final, my last two years, we, get, we began to build um, the ministry and began to build the church as an, as an organization. And I began to see that a lot of the things that I pro, um, proposed to be implemented were actually causing growth, right? And that gave me more confidence in myself to be able to um, actually know that, hey, 
you actually can do this together. The things that you're saying make sense and they always drive and deliver results, right? So for me, that was almost like the light bulb moment. And then um, I was able to see, you know, I could actually help my circle. And the thing is, um, most people find it a bit difficult to get into business because they're really not sure um, of how it's going to go. But for me, it was it was a bit different because um, I already had a circle of people around me who I knew that um, I could provide value to. And I mean, it's, it's also crucial, like, and again, for all your audience and everyone who's listening, it's, it's always crucial to remember and um, try to work with what, with what is in your hands, right? You can't go looking for something um, crazy because most times the solution is actually right in your hands and you just have to look around you and there's a solution somewhere there. So for me, the solution was, hey, start off and build your confidence by helping the people around you who all want to get into business, who all want to figure something out. And then once that happened, uh, we just started growing and getting more confident and we built more of a team. And then um, the rest is history. Wow, that, that, that's absolutely incredible. So uh, by, do you mean by church like a, a religious church or, 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 or what, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so, so it's a religious church, a Christian church. Oh, okay. um, so, uh, yeah, a Christian church. And uh, it's, it's, it's our basic, our, our main mandate is to um, transform lives and raise leaders, right? So literally, we, 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 we come in contact with people who are, like, young, who are, like, you know, energetic, who are looking for something more out of their lives. And then through the power of Jesus Christ and uh, through the power of faith, we help transform their lives and then raise them to be leaders. And that's the whole mandate of, 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 of the ministry. And it's going really, really well. We've seen people who were like, you know, on the street doing like things that they wouldn't be too proud of. And now their lives have totally transformed and become like very valuable members of the community. So it's wow. something that we're really happy and proud of. Wow, that, that that's absolutely incredible. That and 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 you and the, a few other people actually actually founded that and started that. That that's awesome. That that you're bringing sort of this faith, but also like a, a business aspect to it and helping people. You know, not with like not only with like with religion and stuff, but also with like uh, business and helping people. You know, like grow their grow themselves and grow their businesses. That that, that that's absolutely incredible. So I, I, I do actually yes. want to come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I do. It's been an amazing journey. Part, pardon me? Yeah. It's, it's been an amazing journey. It was founded um, under the leadership of a gentleman called Pastor Kofi Date. And I mean, he's a great leader. and We've been following him and kind of building from there. And it's been really great. Awesome. Awesome. That, that, that's incredible. So I, I, I sort of want to jump back a bit to actually, uh, you said uh, previously that, you had uh, that that you started in a private equity company or, or a private equity firm or is, is is that what you said sorry awesome yeah awesome. so, so um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah I, 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 I sort of want to jump in j- jump into that so yeah if, if, if and anything you want to say on that yeah just go for it uh, so basically once I started, or after I started Solve Advices, which is a consulting firm that we have, um, I never wanted to throw in my finance background. And I always knew I was going to get back into finance some way, somehow, but I felt that my in into business was through consulting. Excuse me. So we got into it. And then um, halfway through, or maybe a year ago, or about six months ago, um, an opportunity came to the table. Um, and I had like almost like a brand new vision of a few things I wanted to do. And, um, what I did was I set up a a private equity firm that is focused mainly on venture, um, growth, 
right? So most of the people that we were working with were smaller businesses right from the start. Uh, so what we did was we provide some level of um, human capital, right? So human capital resource, or even sometimes cash equivalent into um, the firm as an investment, and then we get ownership. And then, I mean, that now turned into a whole different thing where we actually had opportunities to partner and invest in like some bigger firms right and get like ownership stake there so our goal with that equity fund and again it's still under work it's still being built but the goal is to be able to invest primarily in um growth projects like venture projects in west africa because we believe that there's a very big so in the in emerging markets generally but primarily in west africa because we believe there's a very big um growth curve about to happen there um, in terms of technology and then in in real estate and construction as well so these are two primary areas that we focus on and i mean so far we have about um two portfolio companies that we're working with that are doing really really well right and we yeah. look to scale from there even further yeah i i i, I actually saw them because I, I went on your website and uh i saw that there's uh one of, is one of them a construction company and the other one's uh, an, an energy company yeah yeah. That, that, that. So how did you actually get connected with these, with the two different companies or, or, or did they reach out to your consulting firm? So most, most of the initial um, contacts came through like the consulting firm, right? So for the construction firm, that was through a personal connection. So that was um, a, a little bit of a different story, but like with the energy um, project that we're working on, that literally came through like, you know, um, me putting myself out there and our company being out there as like a company that could help people scale up. And then um, we were able to somehow form a connection with um, this gentleman who had a very good opportunity um, that ha was on the table now. And then one thing led to another and we we're able to kind of um, enter into these kind of deals and, and these kind of arrangements. So, I mean, things are still underway or under, under the works. We're still like working out things and um, strengthening like bonds and stuff like that. But again, the, the mandate of the, the firm is to kind of invest in um, venture and real estate projects that are in um, developing countries. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that is pretty cool. So, so by, by, by real estate projects, do, do you mean like investing in the company itself or re, uh, investing in certain projects with that company? So it's, it's, it's both, right? Again, it, my philosophy is it all depends on the opportunity, right? So, uh, dependent, you see, the thing is with the developing market, nothing is really clear right it's everything is really dependent on the deal right like everything is left to structure because not too much has been structured yet like it's still a developing economy right so so many things are still being developed <laughs> and therefore um it's it, it really depends on the deal like there's this project that we're working on right now i can't speak too too much to it but that's more of like a development project so we're going on we're going in as like the primary developer, but we've entered into like a long-term contract, um, a BOT contract. I mean, it means build, operate, and transfer contract with um, a big institution in, in, in the country. So you see, it's, it's, it really depends on the, the, the opportunity that presents itself. And then, I mean, whether like it makes sense for us as an investment. And then once it does, we, we just proceed with it. Wow, that, 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 that's pretty interesting. That, that, that's awesome. So, um... Okay, so, so you, have, you have this consulting firm, you also have the private equity, and then you're sort of, 
you're also uh, so with the consulting, would you? Because I saw that you're mad. You like with the fashion and the construction company, you're like managing our principal uh, partners in that company. Uh, so, so that's like four, four to five different companies. So, uh, how do you sort of manage your time between all that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not it's not it's definitely not easy. Um, but I I try to maximize the number of hours I have in a day, right? And um, I delegate where I can but then I make sure that I still have oversight, right? So, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not Superman. I can't do everything perfectly all by myself. So I have a great pe- team of people around me who um, help augment everything and move everything forward in, in remarkable fashion. And I just want to thank them while, while, while I'm at that. I just want to thank everyone on my team who helps me out. But, again, it's not easy. It, it, it calls for a lot, of, a lot of sacrifice. It calls for a lot of, um, you know, letting go of things that, provide like entertainment and like just different pleasures i mean i believe that if you let go of some of these things right now in the short term in the long term you can have a lot more of it right so it's it's just a lot of hard work and determination and it's not easy right i wouldn't tell anybody that it's easy to to do some of these things but i mean god is also helping me out um giving me the strength to be able to go through it um successfully so it's it's, it's been an interesting journey and i mean it's just a lot of hard work yeah, yeah. I, I would be actually interested to talk about that a, a little bit more. So, so what do you think actually made you successful in actually starting these different businesses and uh, moving forward? Yeah, I mean, primarily, I believe that I'm, I'm a man of faith, as I'm sure you could tell already. And um, I definitely believe that um, a very big part of my success so far has been um, just by God's grace, you know, um, just being able to know when, like, to know when, an opportunity is right and being able to jump on the opportunity and time, knowing the right people to work with, um, just knowing different things. I believe that that all comes from God. Um, in terms of other success factors as well, hard work and determination, um, you know, a can-do attitude, always, always staying positive, always staying optimistic. I mean, you have no idea the number of no's I've received, right? But I mean, it's, 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 it's a part of it, right? You have to try to break through every wall that comes your way and you have to be persistent and, and determined all, to, all, the, all the time. And um, that is, for me, I feel that one of the main traits or some of the few traits that um, have helped me so far. It, it's just, yeah, having that persistence to just keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep yeah. moving forward, yeah. Yeah, so, so yes. I, I, I sort of... One, one other thing is you always have to, you can't stop learning. And that's one thing I've learned um, as well. You can never stop learning, especially in the industry I'm in as well. Like you always have to be on top of, on top of the game or on top of your game, on your A game at all times. Uh, because obviously, um, I mean, the world is a very, very fast changing place. And therefore, like, it's essential that you're always learning and keeping up abreast with everything that is going on in the world. Yeah, that, that, that is very true it, with, uh, you know, having the internet, having phones, having computers, having be able to, you know, to that 24-7 nature of, yeah, and every, everybody's competing, right? You, you open the market to, you know, not just Canada, but also you're, you're operating in different countries as well, which is a lot more difficult than just operating in one place already. So, uh, yeah, having that ability to have persistence and keep moving forward. So um, I, I sort of want to ask you now, what, what have you sort of learned over the years of your business career? Like how, how long would you say you've had your career in business? Um, well, technically it's been about, well, 
I mean, I mean, if you want to be politically correct, then it's it's going to be two two years in August, which is a short time, and we've achieved exactly we've achieved a lot in a very short time, and that's why I say that um, a lot of these things definitely were not just by my own ability, right? Because I'm not Superman. Definitely, I mean, um, I feel that God has played a very big part in helping me get to this stage. But it's been about two years. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, you guys have done a lot in two years. <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah, that, thank you. That that, that that is pretty crazy. So, uh, what have you what have you sort of learned about business and sort of you know running like leadership and running a company? Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so many, so many lessons. I'm not too even too sure where to start from. Um. But if I were to try to sum it all up in terms of what I've learned, um, from business, again, it goes back to um what i said about just being optimistic at all times because it's not easy to start anything right i mean and again for anyone who's a listener right now anyone who's listening to me it's not easy to start and if you've started something you already know that it's not easy i'm sure yourself like with the podcast i mean it probably hasn't been the easiest journey right and sometimes you might start something and then the results wouldn't always be what you expect right sometimes the results don't always um match the amount of effort you put in right and that could be discouraging sometimes if we want to be honest when your input doesn't necessarily um or when 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 what you put in doesn't necessarily is not reflected by the results right but i mean for me it's just always staying positive always like you know um being optimistic never giving up um i mean i've learned from business that you not everybody is the perfect fit for you, right? So you shouldn't expect everybody to like your idea. You shouldn't expect everybody to um, be on the same page with you when it comes to doing a deal. It's not, it, that's not realistic, right? So you just always have to th- um, strive to find the right person and the right fit for um, whatever it is that you're doing and, and, and you'll be fine and stay, stay positive at all times. Yeah, the, 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 those are some great pieces of advice. So, uh, as a leader such as yourself, what what, what do you sort of find you're more uh, or you're more better at or more focused on? Like like you said, you're really good with problem solving. Uh, are you more of like uh, you know a marketing sort of leader that you're really good with the sales and marketing aspect of business, or are you more good with like the numbers and the background operation of it? I mean. Um, right now <laughs> at the stage where I'm at in business, I, I try to be good at everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I, I don't have the luxury to, to choose like one specific thing, any place that I feel like I'm weak, I consistently and constantly try to, um, better myself in there. If it's by talking to more people, by getting mentors in that area, um, by, by reading some more, by maybe getting a team member who can help me in that area. I try to, um, just have enough skill in each area to make me knowledgeable enough within that that sphere but at the end of the day like um i am a salesman at heart right i could i believe that i could i could communicate with people i can communicate value i can show people um why i believe that they should think a certain way and i feel that that also contributes the kind of leadership the, the kind of leader that i am i'm being able to kind of cast vision properly because if you're a leader your 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 first mandate is um, being able to properly cast vision for anyone who's following to be able to properly like you know grasp onto it and run with you right so i would say that the ability to cast vision is is one of the the big traits as well but i mean overall i, I like to just 
know a little bit about everything and and then kind of empower my team to to work towards achieving some of the goals that we set for ourselves that's awesome that's awesome yeah yeah, that, 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 that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I've, I've, I've interviewed a, a quite a different, uh, a lot of different business leaders. Uh, yeah, when, when you're sort of like, you're still in that startup stage. Well, not like, I'm, you're in the early stage of your business, right? Where you have to, like, you don't have the luxury, like you said, to just focus in on one area, right? You have to sort of be a, a jack of all trades right now while you're getting the business going and uh, progressing it to a certain level, right? Um, and yeah, like I, I've spoken to a lot of different entrepreneurs and a lot of them, you know, coming back from, uh, it, it sort of seems like a, a lot of them ha- sort of have this one skill in this one area, which they're really good at. And it's like, uh, like, like you said yourself, you said you're more of a salesperson marketing. I, I've seen other entrepreneurs that are, you know, really good in like the numbers and they're really good in the underwriting and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, I, I, I really think that you can be successful no matter what sort of area you are in and, and sort of you can progress really fast is just you know like you said just mastering those areas where your weakness is and getting those mentors to be brought in so 100 percent. yeah so so uh i, I sort of want to ask uh what what would be some advice for someone let, let's say somebody who is you know in university maybe in a finance uh a finance degree or something like that and, and they're looking at you know they, they want to do something in finance, but you know, they're like yourself, you know, they, they want to be in business, but they don't know what sort of business they want to do or they want to run their own business. Uh, so for you're the first guy that I've actually had on who's actually has this own consulting firm. So how, how would you, uh, so what would you say to somebody that wants to start a consulting firm and what steps should they take to go towards that? Um, it's, it, that's a very good question. Um, it really depends on what phase the person is in, is in their life, right? So if we're like the approach out proposed to a student who is kind of getting and leaving university or um, now looking for a career is different from someone, what I'll tell someone who has been in the industry for about 20 years and is looking to um, enter into consulting because of a certain expertise, right? Now, regardless of wherever across the spectrum you fit, um, there are some things that kind of cut across, right? But I'll just address the students because I feel like I'm not too sure if that's most of your audience, but I'll, I'll address both, but I'll pay more attention to the students. So if you're a student and you want to, um, for instance, go into consulting, you see, the thing is consulting is an industry that requires expertise, right? Um, for someone to become a consultant, it's expected that you have expertise in a certain subject matter. And therefore, um, you have the ability to be able to consult and to teach and direct people in the path to go. That's the whole point of consulting. Right now, if you're a student and you're leaving school, most nine times out of 10, the expertise side of things might be on a lower scale because you don't have too much experience in any industry. Right. But if you really want to get into it, there are different things that you can do to, to make sure that. Um, you're standing on your feet and you're building that experience as you go, right? I mean, the, it's, it's a bit different for me because um, I tried my best to pick up like the special skill and build upon my skill while I still was in school. So when I got out, I had some level of expertise in a particular functional area, right? And therefore, I could apply that functional expertise to um, smaller businesses because it cut across industry. I know I'm kind of using that. Uh, it, it, it might get a bit complicated, but anyone who's listening to me as a student who wants to go into consulting, you want to really, really 
um, take time to look at the different options ahead of you or in front of you, right? Because you're not an expert in any field, it might be difficult to just go right in and have success unless you have a very good strategy and a plan, right? Another thing that you might want to do is maybe um, work in the industry that you want to consult in for a while and pick some level of credi credibility, right? Because, I mean, it's all about credibility in, in, in the consulting game. So if you can work somewhere else for a while and pick some skill, that would help, right? But if you want to go the, the route that I took, then you would have to have a really, really strong strategy coming out of the gate so that um, your lack of expertise or a lack of experience can be, it, it doesn't show too much, right? You can try to overshadow that with um, a very strong scale set, right? Because once people, people just want problems to be solved, right? So the difficult thing is convincing someone that you are the one who has a solution for them. Because most people are going to look for a solution through credibility, through experience, and that's how they get comfort that you can solve their problem. But if you have a really good approach um, that can let someone turn a blind eye to the experience side of things because they are so excited about the solution you're proposing, then you're on your way to some level of success, right? So that's how, that's how you, you can kind of overcome that um, if you're coming into consulting as a student. Now, obviously, if you're older and you have experience in a subject matter, that's very different because then you can pull on your credibility, you can pull on your experience, you can pull on your contacts. It makes it a bit more easy to get into the game. But regardless, you still would go through a bunch of different hurdles, right? That you have to be able to overcome gradually. I've made so many mistakes um, that I've learned from. And I mean, some of these mistakes, I, if I was to do it a second time, there's, there's no way I would make those kind of mistakes because it was all from decisions I made, right? But it's always a learning experience. But if you're a student and you're trying to get into consulting, just make sure that your approach is like spot on just so that people don't pay too much attention to the credibility side and then they focus more on the skill or the solution that is um, being being offered oh, okay so, so 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 by approach it's it's like knowing exactly what your process is and exactly the value you're going to bring to that company and have it down pat and be able to communicate that pretty much uh, effectively and confidently that they think that yes this guy you know this guy can do the job that he is saying he can do uh, you know, he looks young, exactly. but you know, he, he's, he knows exactly the point that he's trying to make here and he knows the value mm -hmm. that he's bringing to the company. He knows what problems he's trying to going to solve and he has a plan that he's going to solve it with. It, it, exactly. It, it, that's what you say. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So you have to, you have to try to, you have to try to overcompensate for your lack of experience with the solution, right? So think about it this way. Um, no great company, like no company that has um, that has disrupted any industry, hasn't, has, there's no company that has disrupted an industry without an excessive amount of innovation, right? If you want to dis disrupt an industry and you're a small gun, right, you have to have such a high level of innovation that it challenges the whole industry. So I'll give you an example. Netflix has such a high level of in innovation that although they were a baby company, their innovation spoke for them that they were able to disrupt the whole um, entertainment industry, right? So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's the same thing in, in consulting when you're starting off without experience, right? The level of innovation and the level of um, the quality of solutions that you're bringing have to be so good that no one can turn a blind eye to it, right? And then it becomes so irresistible that like all the other things that you are lacking on, 
become irrelevant because of the solution being proposed, right? So it's not just necessarily in the process. It, it goes more, more than the, just the process. It's the, the, the ability to communicate value and communicate that value properly, right? And provide real solutions. And like to some degree, even begin to show a little taste of your work prior to, because you're going to have to do a lot of work to convince, right? Uh, because the person you're competing against has the whole credibility, like the years of experience, right? So you have to um, take that approach to, to see some good success. Okay, awesome. Yeah, the, the, those are some awesome points. So how did you actually go about practicing or getting yourself ready to that point and, and sort of winning, winning those first few contracts, right? Because I, I mean, like, it's, if, 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 you, if you're young and you have no experience previously and pretty much then you're trying to win and then, you know, the competition has some guy who's 20, you know, 20 years of business experience in it. It's, it's going to be a little bit difficult, but like you said, you have to bring that innovation and you have to bring a new thought yeah. to the pretty much the problem. So how did you yeah. actually sort of train yourself to uh, win those contracts? I mean, again, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not one path right like it's not like just one path to um how you like the ultimate training pack that has everything that you need no it, it it literally is like reading enough right that you know a little bit about everything and um being able to i, I read this thing that's that was interesting i heard it in, that's something that was interesting they said um everyone always says knowledge is power but the truth is that knowledge is actually not power applied knowledge is power right so it's 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 about it's about finding a way to apply the knowledge right for me what i did was i i again and it's 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 part of like the skill that you have to kind of harness and develop right if you're a consultant almost anyone who wants to go to consulting is most probably a natural problem solver because that's the nature of the role right now it's all about harnessing the skill right because there's no kind of training that you can that can give you ideas ideas come out of practicing the skill of being able to apply knowledge right so because like an idea is 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 applied knowledge so it's 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 really it really count kind of boils down to um to apply how well you apply knowledge right so first you have to get knowledge right? If you want to go into consulting and you don't read enough, like you're, you're joking, right? If you want to go into consulting and you don't try your hardest to know everything about a particular industry or the industry you want to go into, you're not even ready for the game, right? So it's all about um, trying to read as much as you can and, and even watch and listen to as much as you can. Talk to people in the industry, um, do research, look at pure play competitors. What is it that they do that makes them successful, right? You literally have to eat up the industry, <laughs> more or less and and make sure that you have a very clear understanding of everything that happens in the industry from there then you can begin to try to now bring that skill which is applying the knowledge to create solutions so i mean for me there was no i couldn't tell you this is the way i got ready no because there's no way i got ready i just tried as much as possible to talk to anyone who i knew who had any knowledge about the industry to to do as much research as i could to do to look at different companies and then from there we began to move okay okay awesome yeah so yeah so the, 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 those were some really good points of advice also uh yeah just ha- having like uh, you first have to understand the industry you're going to go into right like 
Uh, I mean, well, like if you're consulting, you're going to be consulting to a, a, a certain industry. You really have to know that industry, everything that go, that's going on, the competitors, the new innovation that's coming out. Once you know that, then you start pretty much practicing the, practicing the process of like, where is their problem and how, how would I fix this? And see, you know, yeah. then bring that, then go to a, different companies that maybe see that they might have a problem or they have a problem that they don't even see that that's the thing with being a great consultant is they have a problem that they don't even know exists. And then you come along and say, Hey, this is a problem that this is, this is going to come up in the future, most likely. And, you know, I want to help you guys get ready for it. So, you know, you're not going to run in, you're not going to run into this problem, which could hurt your business down the road. So that, that, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, we're actually coming to the end here. Uh, It's been great having you on. Um, Where can people actually find about, uh, find out more about you, uh, like your personal brand and also your companies? Um, so, I mean, we have, we have our, our website, which is again, our primary, my primary, um, business is solve advisor. So www.solveadvisors.com. Um, you can just kind of fill out a form and one of our people will be more than happy to kind of get in touch with you to, uh, see how we could potentially help. Again, our, our main mandate as solve advisors is to um, help small businesses grow, small to mid-sized enterprises. Um, and we do that through offering a one-stop shop solution. So the whole goal of, and the whole approach, I was talking about approach, right? So our whole approach is that um, we offer advisory services to small to medium-sized businesses, but we create an a hub where they can have access to different specialized services as well. So um, let's say, for instance, we have like, um, a coffee shop who's looking to start a franchise and we help advise them as to how to properly um, put together their franchise and set everything up. Uh, the next stage for that coffee shop is probably branding, figuring out how to create a long lasting brand. Well, guess what? You wouldn't have to go elsewhere for that because we can help you do that as well, right? Your next approach might be marketing. Guess what? You don't have to go anywhere. We can help you do that as well. So we're trying to eliminate the whole um, the whole notion of having to jump from consulting firm to consulting firm to help with different services. We try to offer everything together as one bundle package. So that's, that's, that's a little bit about who we are and what we do. Um, we, we are moving our offices downtown, so I couldn't give the new address yet, but um, we, we are in the process of finalizing that, but just give us a call or just send us an email and we can be more than happy to help out. And then also, like, in terms of, like, the fashion side of things, ZaniaArts.ta, so you can go and shop some apparel as well. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That, that, that's great, Nana. So, awesome. Th- th- thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, so, so thank you very much for coming on. And uh, ho- hopefully, yeah, I-, I would love to have you back on in the future, you know, maybe in a couple of months or maybe, you know, eight, eight, to, eight to nine months or something and sort of see, you know, catch up, see what's going on with your business, see what's going on with you and uh yeah take it from there i love this man and you're doing such an awesome job uh thanks for the opportunity to kind of speak to your audience and um i wish you the very best of of luck in the future thanks